IPS Essentials with Dr. Claire Rin. In this weekly podcast, Claire reveals how to support people with mental health problems into work using the individual placement and support model. Tune in for top tips, tools, and advice to keep your employment coaching skills up to date. The number one resource for IPS practitioners in the UK. Hi, I'm Claire. And in today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about what I think IPS is. So what is IPS? Well, the first thing to say about IPS is it is not an employment service. And people often refer to IPS as an employment service. They say, oh, I'm going to refer my client to the IPS service. Uh, We're hearing this quite a lot. And I think this is where we're getting a bit stuck because to me, IPS is not a service. It is a model. It's a way of working. It's an approach. And the important thing to know is IPS is delivered by mental health treatment teams. And you're probably sitting there going, what? What do you mean it's delivered by mental health treatment teams? It's an employment service, isn't it? Well, no, (laughs) it's a model and it's delivered by mental health treatment teams. Now, those mental health treatment teams do include employment specialists. They're integrated into the team. It's an integrated approach. And it's really down to the mental health treatment team to ensure that the client or the patient gets access to an IPS intervention. So first of all, the mental health treatment team has to ensure that everybody who wants to work has access to an employment specialist. And in order to do that, they need to make sure that they're asking the right questions. So it's really down to the mental health team to ensure that on their intake forms and all of their um, treatment plan review forms and stuff, they are asking their patients, do you want to work? Um, And if not, what are the reasons for that? Let's have a conversation, let's explore that. And if the client does want to work, then they refer them as quickly as possible to the employment specialist. But they don't just refer the client on to the employment specialist and then let go of them, (laughs) which many people would believe they do. No, this is absolutely not the approach in IPS at all. The idea is that the um, mental health team, so usually it's a, a clinician or a mental health care professional who's looking after the client or the patient, They refer the client to the employment specialist, but they then develop a multidisciplinary approach. They are working together with the client or the patient um, to help them into employment. So they don't just refer on to the employment specialist and then let go. They work alongside the employment specialist. It's a real team approach. And this is why IPS, as I say, is a model. It is not a service. It's For some mental health treatment teams, it's a very new way of working. It shouldn't be too new, though, because multidisciplinary working has been around for a long time. So mental health treatment teams may in the past have had family intervention workers, dual diagnosis workers, 
maybe benefits advisors, potentially housing workers. There could be a whole range of professionals within that team. And they all work together to support the client or the patient with whatever their recovery goals might be. Now, this is no different if the client wants to go back to work or they're in work and they're struggling and they need some support. Then the employment specialist who's part of that mental health treatment team supports them, but they have the whole wraparound approach from the mental health treatment team. So everybody that's involved in that person's care is involved in supporting that person back to work. And therefore, it's not just the employment specialist's responsibility for identifying employment needs. It could be anybody in the mental health treatment team. Any person who's in contact with the patient could also be um, carers, family members, friends, people that are involved, uh, could be voluntary workers, could be external agencies that are involved. Anybody that's involved in that client's recovery um, can identify employment needs at any time. Often, the employment specialist skills are required to help the person specifically with an employment issue. So it might be, you know, preparing for job interviews, speaking to employers, um, dealing with a discrimination at work issue. It could be something like that. Um, but it doesn't mean that it's only the employment specialist that is responsible for supporting the patient. Often other members of the mental health treatment team are needed and they need to be involved. Often there's discussions around medication, finances, housing, all sorts of things um, where the mental health treatment team might be involved. So I think this is what's really important is that we try to get away from this idea that IPS is a service that we refer people to. It's not. It's a model. It's an approach. It's a way of working that all of our mental health treatment teams should be following. They should now be following this approach. Um, we have now got funding available um, to increase the number of employment specialists across secondary care, mental health services and also primary care as well. And so teams are now able to work in this way and where perhaps it might not have been possible before because the funding simply wasn't there. The funding is now there as part of the long term plan for mental health um, in England. So teams really should be starting to adopt these approaches and working towards IPS. And the other th important thing to mention there is that the support doesn't stop when the client starts work. And this is also a bit of a misconception. Sometimes they think, okay, well, the intervention is required until the person gets a job and then that's it. And actually, in many cases, that's where the intensive support is really required. It's when the client actually starts work. For some people, they might have been unemployed for many, many years. And so moving into employment could be a really big transition for them. So you really do need to make sure that you've got the whole team there to support the client when they go into work and support continues for as long as needed. For some clients, that might be a few months. Um, on average, it's likely to be between six and 12 months that they'll need support from the team before the, that support is gradually reduced. But for some, it might be several years. Um, some people will be on the mental health treatment team's 
caseload for quite a number of years and actually the IPS approach might be followed all of that time supporting the client in and out of work maybe whatever employment related issues might come along as part of their recovery. So again this is not something that clinicians refer patients to, it's not a short-term intervention, it's not a service, it is an approach that everybody should be following and it's evidence-based. We've got evidence that IPS really works and in fact it's the only model that has got an evidence base um, for supporting this client group into employment and it's therefore something that everybody in the mental health trust needs to know about. It's something that the, me the uh, frontline staff in the community mental health teams obviously need to know about because they're working in this way but leaders, administrators, support workers across the whole organisation also need to know what this approach is because it really is in some cases a new way of working and change might be needed throughout the entire organisation to ensure that this happens and that it happens that the, the model is delivered correctly. So I think it's something that everybody that works in mental health needs to know about. Um, and there's loads of information out there about what IPS is. There's loads of training that's available. There's information for clinicians, for a whole range of um, mental health professionals if they need it. It's something that people should understand, they should believe in, and it should be at every level of the organisation. It's not just the responsibility of employment specialists and those employment specialist teams. So I hope that's been a bit of an introduction to what IPS is and my strong belief that uh, we need to think of this as an approach and a, and a model rather than a service and hopefully if that's made sense um, you will want to tune into the next podcast where I will talk about IPS in a little bit more detail. See you next time. Tune in next week for more IPS Essentials or find out more at careerology.org.